Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Big show today. It is a Thursday here on the program. As a result, Dave Meltzer is going to be joining us in the second segment of the show. Got a guest scheduled for the final segment as well. And, of course, all of the news and pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. We've got the full card. Well, at least at this point. I guess we won't know the full card till the show actually takes place. SummerSlam 2017 coming up in a few weeks here. We also have five matches scheduled for the Show the night before NXT TakeOver Chicago. This is the third NXT TakeOver on SummerSlam weekend. Got five matches scheduled for that show, including Bobby Roode, Drew McIntyre for the NXT title, Asuka versus Ember Moon for the women's title, Authors of Pain versus Sanity for the NXT Tag Team title, Johnny Gargano, Andrade Cien Almas in a singles match with Zelina Vega, which is... Her new name, Zelina, with a Z, Zelina Vega. we got Aleister Black and Hideo Tommy, and uh, perhaps more to come. SummerSlam, seven matches thus far. I guess the big question today, it's not that big a question, but there's been debate about whether Neville Akiritazawa is going to be on the main show or whether it's going to be on the pre-show. So that is one of the big title matches on the show. A lot of title matches. The WWE Universal title match, the WWE Championship match, Raw and SmackDown women's title matches, and a U.S. title match. Not looking like there's going to be an Intercontinental title match on pay-per-view, but anything can change because we've got a few weeks left to figure out the entire card. If you want to give us a call here today, we'll be taking calls in the first segment only today. The phone number, 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844 844- 411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. All of these numbers available on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. And we'll be right back. Before you hear this, or this, or even this, before you turn a key, step on the gas and let it rip, before you get up and out and on the road, you have to be fueled by something. Make sure that something is Valero. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. 
truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. Weeds love your garden. They hide near flowers knowing you can't touch them. Now you can with Roundup Weed and Grass Killer with SureShot 1 from The Home Depot. A special buy at just $19.97. The protective shield means pinpoint accuracy so you can target weeds without harming surrounding plants. With Roundup in hand, weeds are in trouble. Roundup Weed and Grass Killer with SureShot 1. Just $19.97. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through August 2nd while supplies last U.S. only. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Lots of stuff to talk about here today on the show. Not going to waste any time. I got a text message here. 425-780-7566 if you want to send a text message, by the way. This person here says, Brian, as Dave mentioned in this week's Observer, and boy, are people not going to be happy to hear this one. WWE opted not to sign Io Shirai, possibly for her neck issues, but there is still talk of Nikki Bella returning, even with her latest run being cut short due to neck issues. Every case is different, of course, but it's always fascinating to me the moves WWE would do depending on the individual involved. So if you didn't see it in the new Observer this week... Dave does, in fact, talk about how Io Shirai returned to stardom. Says here there was an issue with a neck injury when WWE did their testing of her several months back, which led to her announce she was taking time off for the neck injury, and that was the reason she gave for leaving stardom. WWE had not finalized the deal. Wrestlers are not allowed to say they publicly are going to WWE until the company announces it first. And he adds, hence Adam Cole disappearing off the face of the earth. And Dave notes he has no evidence he is not working today as an astronaut. Mm-hmm. Says that she returned. 
And it says, this is because she is not coming to WWE after all. She contacted Rossi Ogawa, said she was ready to return full-time. Nobody has publicly said WWE changed their minds at bringing her in, but obviously that is what happened. The phraseology being used for Japan is that she got some bad news and told Ogawa she was ready to come back. Now, when it's directly said, WWE decided against offering her a contract due to the neck issues that they found in her physicals, but they had stalled on offering her a contract months ago when they found out about the injury while she did her medicals in the U.S. After she did them, WWE wanted her to take time off to rehab her neck, and on and on it goes. So, looks like Io Shirai is not coming in, and I do understand that person's frustration in the email, but... One thing you got to consider is it does depend on the severity of the neck injury. I mean, neck injuries are not all the same. Some neck injuries are more serious than others. And if Nikki Bella is talking about potentially coming back or having other matches, I mean, apparently they feel it's bad. It's not that bad. And Io Shirai, apparently they felt it's pretty bad. So that's the only thing that I can figure in terms of why one's not happening and the other is. Well, and you, I mean... If all things came down to equal, you know they're going to go with the the one that they know, <laughs> the, the person that's married to John Cena, the person that they've worked with before, and they already have a rapport f- with. Um, but it's still the severity of the injury. Absolutely. I mean, they know Daniel Bryan; he ain't coming back. Oh, sure, absolutely. But and Tommy I mean... Dreamer does matches for him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his head's probably in worse shape. He just well, hasn't I... announced publicly that he had seizures. Uh, that's true. With that said as well, it's not like this could be forever either. I mean, Claudio Castagnoli was not signed because of medical issues, and now we see him as Cesaro. So sometimes things can change, and uh, they get more confident about something. And again, every situation is different. There's been a bunch of people who have not been signed to WWE because there's been something noted on their medicals. So um in a way it's probably it look it's definitely better for stardom i don't know if it's any better for shirai or not but it's definitely better for stardom it's not good for nxt because that's how talented she was but uh you know look at what they have going on right now with the may young classic and all the possibilities of people they could sign you know they could have a bunch of riches if they wanted to so tough break for those who are, are big big fans of shirai and wanted to see her perform over here in the states and everything but you know, it's not like your consolation prize of, of just having Kari Hojo here. I don't think that's a, too tough of a road to take. I love this text. WWE does a great job conditioning their fans in regards to doing their damage control for free. What are your thoughts on these WWE loyalists? Are you kidding me? I know exactly what's happening here. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, this is Kevin from Germany again. Yes, Kevin. Um, I, I wanted to add something about my bringing to the table point I made a few days ago. Actually, hold on, hold on. Before you go that... on, before you go on, before you go on, I got to yeah. mention something. So you called a few days ago. You were very, very angry about this. This is the way the internet works, yeah. by the way. You were really angry about it, and then a bunch of other people called in, and they were really, really angry about it. And then we had like two shows full of people talking about how much they hated the show. Now, of course. Other people are going, well, I watched the show. I have no idea what everyone's so mad about. I thought the show was totally fine. So the pendulum has now swung. People are now supporting Bring It to the Table. I'm sure it will swing the other way down the road, but go ahead. Yeah, this is, this is basically why I'm a little bit sorry, because uh, that, that wasn't what I was trying to do. I mean, 
The thing is, you, you talked about yesterday or the day before that uh, or somebody wrote in that uh, it was the main thing about the Brock Lesnar-John Jones situation, which um, got on my nerves or anybody's nerves, but um, that's not the point. I mean, the point is actually more what Corey Graves said, that um, wrestling fans should be happy with what they get on free TV and just be fans and don't don't say say anything about it basically this is but this is something that that is that is happening here in Germany with the soccer teams if you if you're a fan you have to stay silent and you have to enjoy it but i mean we all have the best in in mind actually about WWE and want to to have something good a good product and them saying yeah you stay silent you are a fan you pay the money be happy be happy with it and but well, let me not, let me say something not, here I want to say something about that. I want to thank you very much for calling from Germany. Listen to me. So if Corey Graves, I, don't, I didn't see the show after the stellar reviews. Maybe I should. But the idea that you shouldn't complain if you get a great match for free on television. Like you pay your money, be happy or whatever. I mean, a good analogy would be if, actually this is a terrible analogy, but I'm just throwing it out there. Let's say you've got a place, I don't know if Costco is nationwide, but a place where you have to pay for a membership to exclusively shop there. It's a place here called Costco. You buy everything in bulk. You pay like 100 bucks a year or something like that, and you can go there, and you save a lot of money because you're buying like wholesale. It's a wholesale gimmick. So if I paid my $100 for that, and I got to go in there and shop wholesale, and then, like, two days after I paid my money, they opened it up to the whole world. And then everybody could go in without paying the membership. Like, if I complained about it and they said, what are you complaining about? Just enjoy that you can shop wholesale. I mean, I'd be pretty angry. If, if you're a subscriber to the WWE Network and you're paying 10 bucks a month, and Cena and Nakamura and other matches are being given away for free on television... And meanwhile, you're paying for pay-per-views that are supposed to be special, and instead you're getting matches with Jinder Mahal as the champion. I mean, in what universe are not, you not allowed to complain about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, fans are paying for the network. They're paying for the ability to see the special matches. If you give them away for free on television, they can complain. That's okay. They can do whatever they want. They're paying their money. So I just think that's weird. Hmm. What else do we have here? With all of Remember, the- this is the company that when fans are, are paying 50 bucks on pay-per-view, they actually had the mindset right off the jump to insult those people and call them fools for not accessing the WWE Network for $10 Yeah, they did do that. Net $40 loss. Yeah. You're an idiot, they said, if you don't buy the network. Why would you pay full price on pay-per-view? Mm. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that can't get the network. Yeah. There's a lot of people that only have the ability to buy via pay-per-view. And they they can't get the network. They don't have the ability to pay 9.99, and so they actually pay you $60 to see your pay-per-view, and then they turn on the pay-per-view and you've got little signs there alerting them that the network is only 9.99 and they're idiots for paying full price. I mean, it still blows my mind that that happened for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess we should say too. WWE only gets around thirty of that, so it's only you know twenty dollars out of their pocket that they're just giving back and calling people idiots for giving them. This person said you had a perfect analogy. Thank you. 
I'm paying for Jinder versus Nakamura, and I got John Cena versus Nakamura for free. It's true. You are paying for Jinder. And you got Cena versus Nakamura for free. So if you want to pay, if you want to complain that that match was on free TV, have at it. I'll be right there with you. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are back here in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are joined by Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. 
Also joined today by Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. The new issue is out on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com right now. Lots of stuff in that issue. I'm just finishing last week's issue, which felt like it was about 150,000 words. Dave, what's going on? Not too much. How are you? So we're getting a lot of uh, text message questions, as we do on Thursday, about stuff that was in the Observer. And talked a little bit about the Io Shirai situation in the beginning, but looks like she's not coming to WWE. Is that right? Yeah. No, I think that, that her, her showing up for stardom, she pretty much, yeah, pretty much she's not coming in. I think, I don't know 100% that it's a neck injury. It could be, you know, cutbacks or something like that. I mean, she's been cleared to wrestle, but WWE was concerned about her neck. I mean, that, that I've known for a couple months, but she was under the impression she was going there until, you know, a couple of days ago. But it's, you know, she went back to stardom. How big is that for stardom? Because obviously you got Iwatani, who, who's the, the new face, and Horio Matsumoto. And, and they're, it's not like they are, you know, empty of talent or anything like that. But uh, as far as disappointing as this probably is for WWE fans who are familiar with the Japanese scene, I mean, this has got to be great for Japanese fans who really have, have taken a lot of losses when it came to that promotion. I think it's huge because they were, you know, they thought they were going to be down at a much lower level losing both Hojo and Shirai at the same time. They were their number one and number two women. So now they lost, they lost their number two woman, but that happens all the time. It's not like they, they have their number one woman back. Um, so for them, it's, yeah, it's definitely breathing easy time for them. Um, it, it worked out for them a lot better than they expected. So there's also an update in the Observer about the situation where Enzo More got kicked off the bus. Apparently he was being annoying. And now there's discussion about what to do with the guy. And the options include, apparently, 205 Live and NXT. Tell us more about this. Well, I mean, it's all possible. I've heard that both, like, suggested, but I don't know how serious. I mean, Corey Graves suggested the 205 Live thing um, on the Bring It to the Table on Monday, and I'd heard the NXT thing with the idea that well, he could be a big superstar in NXT because he's so popular and help draw on the road and be a big part of the show, whereas in WWE, without Cass, they got no clue what to do with him. So it's been talked about, but what's going to happen, you know, I mean, I don't know. They could, you know, it's, it's, they usually don't, quote, demote people from the main roster. And Enzo is, you know, his quarter hours do real well. And, um, you know, that's why they put Cass and Big Show in the main event uh, just this last week. And he does sell a lot of merchandise, so... You know, there'd be there'd be some people who would say like, "Hey, you know, even though Vince isn't going to do nothing with him, we might as well keep him on the main roster to make that money." So, because of that, I mean, it, I, I don't know that they make the move. I mean, you could say to 205 Live, but he doesn't really. He it's like size wise, he fits in 205 Live, and personality wise, he might give some help to the show. But then when it comes to in ring, I mean, he's so 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 far below everybody there in that 205 Live that you know he kind of you know that there's there's that to consider too. Well, there is, but you're also, I mean, 205 Live, the guys aren't even allowed to do all that much. I mean, it's not like no, this is WCW's cruiserweight do, division. He, he is terrible. Them. He is way no, below even everybody. Doing, even doing, like, Enzo's not good at doing a basic pro wrestling singles match. These guys can all take away all their hot moves. Every one of them, like, you know, TJP and these guys, Neville. I mean, these guys are, are actually great workers at doing, like, you know, basic matches. Ario Dabari's a good wrestler. You know, I mean, Enzo, Enzo's not. Now, when he was on the bus, apparently the story is that he was on the phone and he was loudly talking to somebody, which is strike one, and he's telling them, 
I guess, being negative about the business and talking about how much money he makes. I mean, knowing this company, if something like that happened, I can see them moving him down to NXT so he's not making so much money anymore. I mean, any, anything's up in the air. Anything's possible. But I don't see them doing that. in the, if the Look, if he was a prelim guy who wasn't making the money, yes, I could see that in a heartbeat. But the thing is, he is making the money, even though he's a prelim guy. So they usually, they usually don't cut off their nose to spite their face, so to speak. I mean, there are examples that you can bring up that they have, but usually they don't. So that's why I kind of think they're not going to move him away. But, you know, if they do, then, then, that, then they did make that decision. Well, one person did uh, suggest here having Enzo go to 205 Live, but instead of being like a wrestler, him and Titus could feud as dueling managers. <laughs> you could do that, I suppose. You know, but yeah, you could do that. So what is the, what's the G1 schedule from this point forward? I mean, there's shows almost every night. There's, um, there's no show. Uh, there's, well, there's, there was no show t- today. Uh, let me get my notes in front of me. There's um, there's the Bohemi show, which is uh, tomorrow, and then um, Osaka, which would be the Saturday show, which is um, that's usually one. It's not really a loaded lineup. Okada and Evil is the main event, um, presuming that Evil is still alive right now, and um, that's but Osaka is usually one of the big shows. Hamamatsu's got Tanahashi and Ishii and. Um, Naito and, and Makabe and Nagata and um, Zack Sabre, that would be on the Sunday show. So those are real big matches. And then after Sunday, there's Tuesday in Yokohama, which is the final night before uh, the three big sumo hall shows next weekend, which finish the, the tournament. So I guess the question would be, I guess you sort of answered it there, but if you are a person who absolutely cannot keep up with the day-by-day G1, I mean, when should you really start watching again? Um, any time you can. I mean, the, the last three nights are the big three nights. You know, that's those are going to be, um, you know, the, the the so that would be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, the, so the of next week. So the Friday show next week at Sumo Hall. I mean, that's going to be a loaded show. You got the finals, the A, the, the a blocks. So you're going to have five matches. Probably three or four of them will have will still have significance as to um, the final standings. Maybe all five. Um, so that'll be a big night. The the Saturday night show. We'll have a lot of matches, but I think the only one of any note, the way I see this thing going, is Omega Okada. But, you know, Omega Okada, based on their matches so far this year, that may be one of the best, you know, three matches of the year, uh, the Saturday night match. And then, of course, Sunday's the the finals, and that's, you know, the finals of G1 is always one of the two, three biggest shows of the year for New Japan. So, yeah, next weekend, those three shows are the can't miss. Um but uh, Osaka is, is traditionally a really hot show, even though the lineup isn't the greatest this year. And Yokohama is, which is the Tuesday show, is that's a real big show. That's one that you know you, you'd really want to watch those those you know that the the A block, uh, you know you know and even go back. I mean, the A block has just been fantastic this year. Dave, there's no reason to fast forward through this one because it's not even close to being over yet. But. Yuji Nagata taking the goose egg right now. He'll probably get one win at least before he goes out the door. He he may not, but Tenzon last year, Nagata I, I, I this year. See, I could see Nagata being like Liger in the junior tournament where he spoils it for somebody big, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and, and knocks them out of the running, and then that could lead to a you know a feud you know, maybe in September, October. 
With what we see with all those guys, and we obviously there are waves of talent that's going to be coming from New Japan over the next couple of years, you know, not even including the people that would want to be in the tournament, foreigners that would want to be in the tournament. Could next year we be seeing the end of Kojima, the kind of the way he's been portrayed in this thing, and just because of the numbers game, could we see him possibly having his last G1 next year? Yeah, I could definitely see that, especially especially with, with the fact he's been losing every match, which is funny, too, because... I think Nagata's been close to the MVP, and Kojima's not far behind. Kojima's having a great... You know, it's funny, these guys haven't won a match, but they're having great tournaments. Kojima's having, um, you know, Kojima's had some really great matches. The Okada-Kojima match was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and that's the kind Nagata of one of the... have just been outstanding. It's one of the sad parts is, you know, it's hard to keep up with the G1, so what a lot of people will do, and you can't blame them, is just watch the main matches. And if you watch the tag matches underneath, there's so many good things that are woven into this that affect those matches that happen later on. And the Kojima Omega storyline being one of those things that before the tournament had started, and it all kind of wove around and played to this this spot that just on paper looks like a spot show during the G, not the spot show, but just a, a average night in the G1 tournament. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the one thing I think that's been better this year than the other years is the is like we you know like every in the past like the Osaka show or the Nagoya show or the Fukuoka show and the Tokyo shows were were, were they've been outstanding for years and years. But the spot shows, you know, it's always down a notch, and the crowd heat is is usually down a notch. This year, it's been really hot crowds, like pretty much almost every night, and the the and also the depth in in the sense that like. There's always been the top end matches with the, with the Tanahashi's and the Naitos and the Okadas and, and and people like that. You know, those were always great in G1. They've been great in G1 for years and years and years. But but this year, you know, there's there's no what I would call the also rans aside from Toriano. I mean, in the sense of guys where it's like, okay, they're going to go in there, and there's usually like you know four or five of those guys in every tournament, Yujiro and people like that. You know, I don't want to mention other names, but there's always been if you really look at the list, the guys. That you know will have a, they'll have okay matches maybe even against an AJ Styles they'll have a, a pretty damn good match but usually they're just kind of okay this year it's like there is no I mean you know Tamatonga is it, it would probably be the closest to that or, or Juice and I mean and their matches have been really good there's everyone and Yano for for, for for all the knocks he's the one guy the fact is Yano is different from every other match and I actually have found almost every Yano match entertaining in some way so yeah I um. There's been, there's been nothing bad, and there's been a lot, and there's been more great than any other year. The top top is no better than the top top of the last few years, but it's every bit as good. But the um, there's more of the top top now than than there's been in any other tournament. Well, Dave, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. We're going to be heading to a break here in a moment. If you want to check out the new Observer, it's available right now. Front page WrestlingObserver.com. Everything you ever want to know about wrestling. In the Observer. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are joined by Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Joe DeFalco is joining us here today, future stars of wrestling. There is a big show coming up August 19th in association with WrestlingObserver.com. Lots of big stars in the show. Joe, what's going on? Hey, you know, just staying busy. we got uh, numerous things going on. Uh, the next thing on our plate is obviously the August 19th show. Uh, thanks to uh, Tom Lawler, who uh, had been training with us as he transitioned from the UFC into pro wrestling. And I know he's been doing stuff with you guys. And, and we communicated, and you guys had your convention coming in. And we're putting together this show where you're bringing in some people. We're bringing in some people. It's going to be 
uh, a great show for the fans. Now, I have to ask you, I have to ask you right off the bat, uh, because Brian tells me all sorts of horror stories off the air. Has Filthy Tom tried to hold you up for more money yet, as he does to Brian? Uh, no, he has not with us, but, you know, we also helped him uh, uh, with the transition and, you know, with Disco Inferno training and Kenny King and some of our other local guys and Kevin Cross. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Tom has exploded onto the uh, pro wrestling scene as we were, you know, trying to bring him along slowly. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, he's got Kyle O'Reilly and he's got Bobby Fish. And he's, it's like, wow, he's all over the place in a matter of no time. And his dance steps have gotten better because of Disco. Uh, who couldn't get better with because of disco? We got Phil Baroni. We got we got uh, Stephen Bonner. They're all training with us. That's what's great about being in Vegas. We got a lot of these guys from the UFC who are looking to transition, and you know, disco is awesome. You know, everybody likes joking about disco and you know what he's done in, in wrestling, but but as a trainer and and, and knowledge wise, disco is one of the best. You know, it is amazing that Filthy went into pro wrestling, and he is wrestling pretty much every single weekend. And if you look at his schedule, he's got some weekends where he's working multiple shows. I mean, it really did happen very, very quick. I mean, what are your thoughts on how far? I mean, he had been a pro wrestler before he went into UFC and basically went into MMA because pro wrestling didn't appear to be working out. And now he's back to doing pro wrestling. So he did have some experience, but... How have you seen him yeah. improve since he since he started training again? Well, well, that was the thing. Uh, you know, sometimes it takes a little longer. King Mo even came down for a while and did some stuff because he was buddies with Kenny King, and he ran a couple of angles with us on a, a couple of the shows. But with Tom having the, the background, it's easier to get him to understand what we're trying to do and how we're trying to bring him along and things like that. Because unfortunately, some of the guys because of their UFC background, you know, they, oh, Matt Riddle, he's a bum. You know, Phil Brony's been posting all over Twitter about, oh, Matt Riddle was nothing. He is nothing. And it's like, well, uh, that's not true. Matt Riddle's one of the best uh, wrestlers in the world. And it's like, these guys need to go in there and train. And as, as Tom has progressed, because he understands the business, he's a fan of the business. Uh, initially, we had Tom do some color commentary with me. And, you know, he was very fluent of what was going on in the, in the Japanese shows in New Japan. And, and Tom is, is moving along quicker than some of those guys are just because, A, as you said, he had some training in the past, but he's a pure fan of the business and he has the athletic ability. So it doesn't surprise me. The, the truth of the matter is because Tom's been booked so much. You know, he was always there and, and now we've, we're, we're rarely seeing him at training because as you said, He's booked all over the country very quickly. It's like we have a Mecca show, which is an offshoot of FSW, where we're looking to bring in the biggest names in wrestling. We did it when Ring of Honor came in town in March. We're going to do it again. And it's basically going to be a separate promotion. And we got Matt Riddle booked and Keith Lee and Brian Cage and, uh, you know, who's who, Sammy Callahan and the Reno Scum and Kevin Cross, who's local or our guys. But it's just some of the biggest names in the business. And, you know, a lot of people are banding about that. Well, they want to see Riddle versus Lawler in Las Vegas on uh, September 24th. So we're trying to find, you know, figure out if that's going to be the way we're going to go. But you know, all of a sudden, Tom Lawler's name's in the mix with some of the the biggest names in, in independent wrestling. And in, in a blink of an eye, it's literally been two, three months, and it's just like, wow. Oh, Tom's booked here. Oh, he can't do our show. He ended up getting booked against Bobby Fish. 
It's like, you know, and, and the money obviously is out there because those guys, you know, are all looking to book them. I got guys in Indiana hitting me up trying to book Stephen Bonner, you know, so there's a lot of stuff that's going on, you know, here in Vegas, and, and everybody's trying to capitalize on the uh, the UFC fighters who are training with us. Well, Joe, I think some people may have just heard the names that you mentioned, and there are people on our site who may only be or have only gotten familiar with you recently because of Filthy's uh, appearances with, with both of us. But you've been doing this. This How long have you been around for? A decade under under this banner? Uh, I mean, how long have you been doing this for? And can you kind of introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, actually, uh, I started, uh, you know, fan of wrestling, you know, went to Westchester Community College, went to school with Paul Heyman. We used to talk wrestling. He used to do the ring crew at the Westchester County Center uh, over in White Plains when I was growing up. Moved out to Vegas. Big fan of wrestling. Decided to start a wrestling radio show. You know, got connected with WWE. He was supposed to have D'Lo Brown on the show. He couldn't make it. My first show, I got The Rock. You know, we did a bunch of stuff. There was a local promotion that was horrendous, to say the least. It was more about getting himself over and using local talent that was... Very, very inexperienced, I guess is the kind word. They were still trainees. So, you know, show one at the Orleans Drew 900 by show four, they were like at, almost out of business. And I felt I could do a better job. We started FSW. Uh, very first show, we had guys like uh, Derek Nykirk, who ended up working as Heyman Security in ECW. Kenny King, of course, because he was a local guy. And then we just progressed and... You know, through relationships, you know, I got Brian Cage before anybody knew who Brian Cage was. TNA's Reno scum, you know, they were working for me and driving from Reno for 50 bucks just to be on my show. And Eli Drake, who was Sean Ricker back then. So our mainstay of guys wasn't just based in Vegas. It was based on the best that I can bring in from Arizona, Utah, you know, Northern California, Southern California. And then we just continued to grow. We did a big show where... Uh, we had guys like Morrison and Kevin Nash and London and Kendrick. And as we grew, you know, we pretty much dominated the Las Vegas wrestling scene, which was non-existent for probably 15 years. And then, you know, we did some work with Ring of Honor. And then recently we saw when Ring of Honor did, a, you know, come in for their anniversary weekend. I said, hey, let's take a shot. Let's let's bring in John Morrison and Matt Hardy and Eli Drake and, uh, Brian Cage and Callahan and Keith Lee and the scum and A.R. Fox and Shane Strickland. And we decided to do a super show. Uh, two years earlier, I worked with a company or worked with a guy in Phoenix called the IWF. And that was basically with the start of the super shows in probably 2013 before there was a Russell Circus. You know, PWG was about the only thing that was going on. And we did an eight man tournament to after a couple shows and we used you know, some big-name talent. The very first show, we had Aries versus Ricochet. And then the next show was Ricochet versus Saban and Shelton Benjamin. And John Morrison was on the show. And by the time we did the third show and we were ready to crown a champion, we had and, – and we look back and we, we talk about it all the time. Our, our opening match for the tournament was uh, Uha Nation, who, of course, is now Apollo Crews, taking on Matt Seidel. Then we had Drew Galloway versus – uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Biff Busick versus Brian Cage and ACH versus Chris Hero. And the Young Bucks worked, uh, Shane Strickland and Trevor Lee because AR Fox and Rich Swan were both hurt. And those were like with the super shows and I was always eager to do that. But 
because of financial issues or whatever that was going on with the partner, I decided to break off FSW recently, and we started a new promotion called the Mecca. And the Mecca of professional wrestling growing up to me was always, hey, they always talk about Madison Square Garden. So I felt starting a company called the Mecca, which is an offshoot of FSW, of course, guys like Kevin Cross, the whirlwind gentleman, even uh, Alexander Hammerstone, who is our current FSW champion, they're making waves on the on the West Coast, doing some more national stuff to mix them in. Uh, just like this past week, even on the FSW show, we brought in Sammy Callahan, Scorpio Sky, and Willie Mack had a three-way. And, and it's just trying to upgrade and bring in the best of the best of the best. And we feel we can compete with the Russell Circuses. And we well, yeah, I want I want to ask you about that because that that you know you talking about the super shows. I mean, the stakes are so high now. Independent wrestling. I wanted to ask you as a promoter and somebody that's been around for a while. How do you try to balance bringing in the right people at the right time with with using your own talent? Number one, because of the money issue, and number two, because you don't want to burn out people into thinking that when X name, say a Keith Lee, isn't on the card, this makes it somehow less special. Well, the truth of the matter is, the very first show we did, you know, we were putting together uh, the show, and we had Callahan versus, uh, actually, Brian Cage versus Keith Lee. We had Callahan set to work against Davey Richards. Uh, last minute, Davey Richards wasn't able to make the show. So it was like Cage was always hyped for working with Callahan and put together a three-way. The FSW fans had no idea who Keith Lee was. The Ring of Honor fans, who were probably there from the weekend, because we learned we sold, you know, a couple hundred tickets from the people that were coming into town from San Diego and Phoenix and Utah and Southern California that were going to make the weekend of Friday and Saturday. Ring of Honor has their anniversary show. Then they do their taping. It's like we're going to do the Sunday in the same venue because we actually helped the Ring of Honor get into Samstown. We started at Samstown, so we all have a good working relationship. So there was no beef on like, hey, we're going to piggyback off you guys running on the Sunday. So Keith Lee comes in, as I said, Brian Cage had been our champion in the past. Everybody knows who he was, and Callahan had a great reputation. But we did that three-way, and then all of a sudden Twitter exploded about how, you know, that was the best match of the of the weekend, of the Vegas wrestling weekend. And even Nick from the Young Bucks uh, commented, and right, I highly doubt that. But the truth of the matter, it was. And people were now introduced to a guy, and Keith Lee, in a matter of 15 minutes, became a star of Las Vegas. And whether I use him for FSW or whether we use him if we're trying to run four times a year with the Mecca, incorporating this new great talent, because I'm a wrestling fan. That's the reason I started everything in the first place. I loved wrestling. I watched it from when I was seven years old, you know, in New York City. My grandmother would watch it on the Spanish channel and be watching from the Olympic Auditorium with Jimmy Lennon and Chavo Guerrero and all those guys and into watching with Bruno San Martino and progressing my whole life. So as much as I love FSW, running a school and running a promotion there, we're giving a lot of opportunities to some of the younger guys who some turn out to be a Kevin Cross who got trained from us from scratch, and now he's in Lucha Underground. He's, he's killing everybody in AAA, and he's a homegrown talent. But I also want to be on the same league as FSW's a pretty big deal as an independent company, but we're nowhere near what a PWG is or, or Wrestle Circus, how they exploded. And I felt I could put together some great shows. A lot of the guys offer discounts because, hey, they get to come to Vegas. They get to work good matches. Uh, I have a good reputation with 
uh, a lot of the guys who've gone on to do big things, guys like Ryan Cage, who, you know, could say, sorry, Joe, love you, but uh, this is my rate, you know, or Eli Drake or even the scum now in TNA, they're willing to work with me because they're grateful for the opportunities I gave them. So now when I need to get somebody, if I'm trying to get Pentagon, I don't have to try to go through loops to get him. Brian Cage will call him up and ask him for me. Or that's how we got Callahan. So we've been able to put together a great core roster. And, and I think running two different companies, I think, can be successful here in Vegas. You know, we're not going to try to run against each other every other week. But once a month we do an FSW show or once every two months. And every two or three months we run a Mecca show. And, you know, Vegas used to be a dead market. In the 2000s, and we basically, when we started, you know, we grew a fan base, and then after the fan base grew, all of a sudden, DPW tried to come out and here and do some national stuff, and Global Force came out to Vegas, and in most cases, when they come out here, Ring of Honor hadn't been out here for 15 years, and all of a sudden, they felt Vegas was a good market. They worked with us. They felt we could help them. We felt we could help them, and everything's really over the last year or two. You know, we we were a solid company. Well, actually, stand by, stand by. We gotta we gotta head to a break right now. Back in just a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. 
If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We are back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Joe DeFalco is joining us here today. Future stars of wrestling. Big show coming up in association with Wrestling Observer on August 19th. Joe, let's get the details real quick. Well, uh, the show's going to start at 4 o'clock. We're offering uh, $10 tickets for the Wrestling Observer uh, fans that are coming down from the convention. And I guess if they hear me say this on the show and they're local, we'll give them the $10 ticket. But uh, we're excited. we got a great show. Tom Lawler is going to be wrestling uh, the man formerly known as Antonio Thomas of the Heartbreakers. Uh, I guess it's the battle of the Wrestling Observer guys since I heard you, Brian, didn't want to wrestle that you were, that you backed down from wrestling Tom Lawler. Oh, give me a break. He's, he's going to get it. You know, so, so we had him, had to make arrangements for something else, but Disco is still available. So if you, if you really want to save face, maybe you can go one on one with Disco Inferno. That's still a possibility. <laughs> I, I did see that Disco's been added to the poster. I, I had Bring not the thought Texarkana of that. belt. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's well, coming up. You were going to be there, Brian, and he wanted to uh, say a few words. Maybe you'll be a guest on his Lava Lounge segment. Oh, my know. God. I can only imagine. Ooh. The future stars you of know. Wrestling Arena. Joe, we're totally out of time. I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. But that's coming up, everybody. August 19th, future stars of Wrestling Arena. We'll plug the convention all day tomorrow here on the show. If you don't know anything about it, head to WrestlingObserver.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the daily update, everything you ever wanted to know. Coming up, SummerSlam weekend in Vegas. Do not miss it. It's going to be a good time. Thanks, Mike, as always. Everybody at Byline, we'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.